listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meets at stayclassymeets.com where you can use promo code WIDEMEN save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. What's up, everybody? We're back. It's Nate and Tim here on Wide Men Can't Jump. Another week, another exciting, what feels like month of sports in the past week. We went from no sports to so much sports that now it's like hard to keep up with. But joining me as always, minus the fancy uh, intro music that apparently Canadians don't even care about because they're not like us Americans. Like they don't play the Canadian anthem when people go to the bathroom like we do here in America. But joining me from the great province of Alberta that gave us such legends as Bret Hart and so many others. It's, the man, the myth, the Canadian legend, it's Tim Dombrova. Yes, I am back, and I am fired up today, Nate. More fired up than I was last week. They gave me my sports back. I thank them. And Yeah, wow. we were, we were kind of looking last week like we didn't know if there was going to be sports. And then well, yeah, out of nowhere, we, we got we left, sports. Yeah, when we went off the air, the basketball was going down. And then ho- hockey hadn't went down yet. They played that night, but then they... They decided to follow suit, which was fine. And we suddenly Locker. were looking Saturday with no sports. And, oh, the pain and the suffering, let me tell you. But we're back. It's all good. Uh, whatever animosity I had towards them has been forgiven because they gave me my sports back. So we're fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Well, and we got political last week on the show because we kind of had to. We, ain't uh, doing we it didn't this have week. much of a choice. And uh, come well, on in. Been, it's okay. You, come on in. Have you been joined by the apparition of... I- Somebody? Hi. Hi. Can we help you with something? Well, apparently there's legalities going on in the background. That's okay. I'm leaving it in. I'm not even going to cut it. There's a Duke supporter looking for some credibility. Actually, that's a Duke supporter looking for a checkbook. They must have a recruit coming to visit. Shut up. But anyway. What the... Sherry Martell is loose in your background, mate. <laughs> I'm not even going to listen to what was said. Well, you know, Scary Sherry was one for the ages, Tim. We shouldn't disgrace a Hall of Famer like that. Right now. Fabulous, <laughs> but any. Fabulous moolah. May Young in her hand. Well, I'll tell you what. We, we had all this um, going last week with... And apparently it came out that the Clippers and Lakers last week voted that they wanted to end the playoffs and leave. 
as a part of a social justice uh, to, to take a step. And then the uh, rest of the league wanted to return and play with after a, making their statement. With an apparent assist from uh, former President Barack Obama, apparently. Did he want them to stay or leave? No, he was the one who apparently, as I've read, uh, uh, was got a con- contact with LeBron James and was on one of the conference calls with some of the players and yeah. was telling them that, okay, well, basically you have kind of painted yourself into a corner here, and if you do nothing, your credibility is totally shot, which he's not wrong. No, he's so, not. So they felt they needed, I guess that was the response they came up with. And But to, to follow up on that before we go any further, it also is kind of interesting that um, – once the uh, representative from the PA explained the financial issues that would be incurred if such boycott was to be permanent, uh, suddenly <laughs> guys didn't like that that much, and suddenly yeah, were you back start taking point. money away. That's when uh, you get people to start moving. But uh, apparently, Michael Jordan helped out here. He was in on the call. Uh, he he kind of, according to what I read, Jordan led the. He was kind of the go, the in-between guy for the players and the coaches, which, or the owners, I should say, not the coaches per se, but he was the in-between guy for the players and the owners and kind of made it happen there, if I can put it that way. Are you guys like filming a Lucille Ball retrospective there, or what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing on the show, Lucy? Oh, Angie! <laughs> no, no, he would never talk about you. Never. No, only, only in beautiful, glowing. Only dresses. if he was, only if he was with somebody or by himself. That's the only time he would ever talk about you. <laughs> you nailed it, Nate. Very succinct. Thank you, thank you. That's, uh, that's an Earl Bush quote. You know, that's why you are the color guy of a lot of things because you really get a deep depth on the spot analysis. I, I mean, when you got when you got analysis like that, you really can't go wrong. I can't that's, argue with that's that. That's why they so, pay me. The WVOW big bucks there. What was your analysis of the Patrick Beverly uh, moment in the uh, bubble? Uh, maybe not the wisest choice of words from Mr. Beverly uh, to say what he said. Uh, huh. go, ahead, go ahead for those that don't know, Tim. Go ahead and break down what Pat Beverly did. Well, I didn't know that, uh, I guess, the representative, they have a financial advisor for the Players Association. Yes. And, of course, she was, as she said, I guess, I'm obligated and it's my job to kind of tell you, okay, what are the financial ramifications of any long-term boycott? Which um, makes sense. You which would makes want sense. That. And Pat, Patrick Beverly told her to sit down and shut up because I pay your salary, <laughs> which is somewhat true, I suppose, but not a good look. No, no. <laughs> Uh, not a good look look at all all, and probably not something you want to say to anybody that that is holding your money (laughs) pretty much my first thought was okay but couldn't the owners say the same thing yeah i mean you don't you didn't want to hear that so and rightfully so no argument but you know back to our point of you know treat everybody how you'd like to be treated yeah and we'd get a lot further but anyway but then that leads to my next question. Well, are we gonna are we gonna go back to our original? Let's go back to that thing we were talking about, and then we'll talk about. Well, so, yeah, 
unfortunately, uh, before we dive too deep into the playoffs and the return, we've got to, uh, we've got a couple of things to bring up here that we, unfortunately, uh, life happens. And unfortunately, because life happens, death also happens. Um, we got some sad news over the week. I think it was over the weekend. Tim got a hold of me and we were, we were talking and a good friend of the show, a uh, good friend of, of ours, um, he'd been battling some rough times. We, we really, you know, had been kind of checking in on him here and there and he always was in good spirits. Uh, he was, uh, Tex Johnson, the man in the boiler room from the bell to bell podcast. Um, we lost Tex this past week. Um, you know, I'm going to say too soon. Oh he wasn't, yeah. He wasn't old. I mean, not even close. He was 47. Yeah. 47 years old. And, um, you know, Tex had a, the last year of Tex's life was really rough. Uh, you can, if you go back and you're friends with him on Facebook, you could see that he was struggling. He was having a lot of issues with, uh, with his, I think he had some, some just weird ailments that I had never kind of, seen. Yeah. He had some kind of what rare bone rare marrow bone cancer of some uh, sort, something or... very, very rare and not a lot of, um, yeah, not, not a lot of options for treatment from what I could understand. And he fought, man, he fought and he fought hard, but and he was a goddamn trooper to the bitter end. That man never was negative. Uh, I mean, I, I, I tweeted about it. I said, I, I aspire to be as positive as that guy was. Yeah, it was unbelievable. When, uh, life when anybody was else would have just them. gave up, oh, when gosh. anybody else would have just gave up, Tex, Tex soldiered on and, you know, he lost his, his wonderful wife, Sheila, who I had the pleasure to meet, uh, along with Tex at a, a wrestling show one time. Uh, Sheila was a, a sweetheart. Tex was a great guy. Couldn't ask for two nicer people. Uh, Sheila passed kind of unexpectedly. It took a lot out of Tex, but, um. It just seemed like when he was starting to get to the point where he was going to recover from losing his wife, maybe not recover, but come you know, to terms with, come to terms, get back to a semi sense of normalcy. Then he gets hit with this and battles for a year, sick as a dog, and going through stuff, and it's just, it, it was really rough. It was really rough to see, and um, you know, Tex was, uh, Tex was a great guy, and uh, we're gonna miss him. Uh, we had our Twitter straight. logo there for a while that Tex had done for us. He made it for us. And, uh, you know, I asked him, this is just a little inside baseball here, but I asked him, I said, you know, Hey, how much, uh, how much do you want for the logo? And he told me, Oh, with everything you guys do for, you know, Bobby's show and as good as you've been to me, don't worry about it. Uh, no charge. And, uh, really professionally done logo. Tex also, uh, he, he was a jokester on the internet as well. You could always see him, you know, getting involved in stuff and throwing in a good joke here or there. And, um, you know, he was a big, uh, presidential memorabilia fan. And I was able to get a hold of, uh, some John F. Uh, I think it was a, uh, a Kennedy, some kind of Kennedy inauguration, something. And then a Reagan book. Um, and a, I think it was a Kennedy match book. And apparently he had a lot of presidential memorabilia. He was a big fan of that real history buff, kind of like Tim and I both are. Um, and I was able to send that to him. And I said, here, this is a, a thank you for the logo. I said, it's not payment. It's just a thank you. And, uh, he seemed to really appreciate it. He was just a genuine good guy. 
Um, gonna miss Tex. We really are. We're gonna miss him. Tim, you got any other thoughts on Tex? Uh, you know, just gotta reiterate the fact that I have never had dealings with a guy who was as constantly nice, except maybe Ed, who seems to love everybody and everything. Also, he's another one of those guys, right? Always yeah. sees, always seems to see the positive and everything. Never really, in, except never Diet Coke. Except for Diet Coke, uh, Tex, I, I never ever saw him say anything bad about anything. He would just always kind of make light of it, throw a ha ha yeah. in there, and move on. And to be honest, I think a lot of us could probably, and me, me included, we could probably learn a lesson from the way that guy uh, lived his, uh, at least his online life, because I didn't know him I, outside of that. But he was I the had, same. On, he was the same you know, online as he was. I, you know, in person, so. I had some conversations with him about a few things and he was always, well, yeah, you know, but it's at the end of the day, it's, you know, you do with what works for you and you, you know, live and let live kind of was sort of his thing from what I know. Yeah. So, uh, we'll miss him. It's sad we to will. see a, sad to see a brother go down. I yeah. felt bad for the bell, the bell boys. Uh, yeah, me too. Cause me it's too. a tough, tough thing. And then I feel doubly bad because we were the ones who, inadvertently broke it to them that they didn't know yeah so, i mean uh, i i let um i let i let jeremy know on sunday he had no clue i said you know have we lost Tex? and apparently well, if, we it, had. if it wasn't for the fact that i'm such a social media junkie i would never have seen it yeah it, it would have passed me by and i might have ran into it somewhere but it popped up that Somebody had posted on his page that he had passed, and I was just like, "What?" I thought maybe it was a joke, you know, that they were funning with him, because that would have been the kind of thing Tex would have laughed at. He'd have made some jokes about it. In fact, he did. I mean, the last thing we saw from him was uh, posting his uh, favorite live album was uh, Waylon Jennings. Yeah. And the next day, the man was gone, and it just kind of reminds you that life is pretty damn short sometimes. So... Yeah, you know, and we, we don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to dwell. No, I don't. But, needs, but, but 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 we need to talk about it now because we probably absolutely. won't talk about it again. Absolutely. Except absolutely. in passing. So I mean, he he is worthy of and deserves a couple of minutes to, you know. Oh, ab- the, absolutely. You know, the world. We lost a good dude. We lost a good one, and it, it's it's going to suck, and it does suck already, and it's only been what a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. Uh, so, um, yeah. If you're friends I mean, with Tex on Facebook or Twitter, uh, go, go, you know, send him a farewell. You know, he's worth it. it. It's worth it. I know I posted a couple and I know Tim, you, you echoed some of my sentiments and, uh, it's, yeah, it, it, it hurts when thing. it's close to home, man. Yeah. Last thing Tex told us, uh, on, Tim and I had gotten into an online uh, discussion about best live albums of all time. And uh, Tex chimed in with, uh, not really a country fan, but here's your greatest live album ever. And it was Waylon Jennings live um, from the, I believe it was 1976. Yes, 1976, Waylon Jennings. So what what I thought would be cool to do for Tex, um, and this one's for him, um, I'm going to play a song. Off of that album. Since it was the last thing he brought up. We're going to send him off like a warrior to Valhalla, man. Here you go. 
be well. I hope you're in a better place and that you're with your significant other Sheila yeah. there, who we loved so much. Absolutely. And I hope whatever whatever comes next, I'm not we're not going to get into that debate. But whatever it is, I hope for Tex, it's a good thing. That's what I got. Yeah, to say. and I hope whatever's out there. And I, I know he's with Sheila, and I hope that uh, one of these days I get to see you again, buddy. We're gonna play this one for Tex, and then uh, we're gonna give him a proper wrestling send off with a ten bell salute after that, and then uh, we'll carry on. This one's from the Waylon Jennings Expanded Edition live album from 1976, the one Tex called the greatest live album of all time. This one's called Stop the World and Let Me Off. Thanks, Tex, brother. We love you. We miss you. Stop the world and let me shattered, don't you see? You no longer care for me. I miss the wonder of your kiss. How could you leave me here like this? Stop the world and let me Again, that one's for Tex Johnson. R.I.P. My friend. And we're back. We're back now. And uh, you know, we hate we hate to have to slow things down, but that uh, Tex deserved that. And 
Tex would tell us if we were still here in the morning. He said, don't mourn me, you morons. You got a show to do. And so we will carry on in memory of Tex. So here we go. All right, Tim. Well, plenty of sports to talk about. There was a lot to dive into, so let's get to it. Uh, by the way, am I sounding better this week so, so far? far? So far, so good. All right, good deal. Doing some upgrades here in the uh, the old home studio, and I think we may have something figured out here. So good Don't stuff. Don't you? Uh, it's Bush Bungalows, right? Bush Bungalow. <laughs> well, whatever it's called, that's what's going on here. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna bush, start. Bush bread and bed and breakfast is probably closer to the truth. Yeah, right. No, nah, ain't no breakfast getting delivered to the bed. Let's look back here over the weekend. Um, really, not, there was no games on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. We finally got back to it on Saturday. Milwaukee finally wrapped up their series. 118-104. They beat the Magic. Middleton, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Giannis had 28-17. Magic just were no match. They they just didn't have enough firepower. Markel Fultz, uh, though, I think Markel Fultz is going to be uh, – I'm not going to say he's going to be worthy of a number one pick, but in Orlando, he's kind of developing into an interesting did little you, player. Did you see somebody from the Philadelphia media had posted today that, um, uh, what was it? Uh, something to the effect of jury still out on Joel Embiid, and if he was a computer program, the screen would just say processing, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty clever, but yeah, uh, yeah the, the, the 76ers gone, uh, the Magic put up a pretty good fight, but they did the, all they could do. In the um, end, we're clearly outclassed. Um, well, the top four in the East were clearly better than the top four or the top bottom in the East. Yes. That's it, and it wasn't close. Um, what else happened on Saturday? Uh, well, you had the, uh, the Rockets just dominate, dominate the Thunder 114 to 80. And it almost looked like they were ready to put the series away. But, uh, as, uh, Lee Corso would say, not so fast. We'll get to that in a minute. The developing story on that. One. Absolutely. Um, and then the Lakers put away the Blazers no uh, 131, 122. To no one's surprise. We, we we said that after game one that uh, we would they see woke a, them up. They we'd woke see them a Lakers. Up. Although you know they didn't exactly run away with it or anything. No, I mean, they, no. I mean no. it wasn't uh, like it wasn't like the games were really in doubt, but they didn't like bury them. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the LA does against a, a better team. Well, with no Lillard there, you, you kind of saw it coming. Lillard had le- Lillard left the bubble with injury. So you kind of saw it coming. It was almost like they were waving the white flag a little bit. How about the the Blazers with Melo? They they kind of sort of brought him back. Is is Melo under contract for next year? No, Melo's a free okay, agent. Well, well, somebody's going to sign him because he well, showed signs of life. Reports, reports <laughs> are saying that he wants to stay in Portland. He likes playing in Portland. Oh, good for him. That would be a rare change to see somebody not want to flee to that with that old adage of, I need to, I just need one more shot at the title. So trade me to a contender where I won't contend because I won't see the court. 
<laughs> he said he wanted to stick around and he <laughs> wanted to play. And I think that's uh, kind of noble of, of Carmelo. I, I really like, uh, I like the fact that he did that. So, I mean, it's very odd to see an him. NBA player show some brand loyalty. Well, they took a chance on him when nobody else would. Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But still, usually that guys usually do that and they bolt to the team that'll throw the most money at them. So yeah, well, good uh, to him. He, he was kind of off and on again in the series. Uh, but you know, he, he showed that he still got what it takes when people were doubting him and the blazer system fit him. And I think that was the key. He had to find a team with a system where he could do what he does. And you know what I saw from him? I saw a man playing better defense. I saw a guy taking better shots, not forcing the, not forcing it when he didn't have to. He was confident in his teammates. No, they're not. They're not asking him to do anything that he can't do anymore. Exactly. Exactly. He's he's a role player for the most part, and they're you know whatever they he can give them in those areas. Then look at the defense. Well, that's just a that's just gravy. Because uh, they really weren't. I don't think anybody was expecting that. No, no. I mean, no. I'm I mean, not saying. I'm not saying he turned into a elite defender. But yeah, I mean, he, he didn't turn into the well enough. He didn't turn into the glove or anything. But at least he 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 hustled. Absolutely. He moved up and down the court, and he at least gave. At, at the very least, he, he wasn't somebody wide open that they knew. Okay, if we don't know where else to go with the ball. We can just go to where Melo's guy is, and he's probably going to be open. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they didn't have to do that. Kinda no, like, they did. And kind of like worked. reverse Le- reverse LeBron James, kind of. Well, it, it worked for him, and, and I'm glad to see it because you know Melo. I'm glad to see Melo was able to uh, to come up with with something there for him. So good for him, and, and I'm glad that he's found a uh, found a spot there. Maybe I don't oh. know if. Hold on, this just in. Uh, Shinston, uh, uh, all points bulletin from uh, Shinston. No. Uh, Authorities are uh, looking for the uh, driver of a pink Jeep. Oh, no. Uh, Apparently, uh, there's been uh, some reports of random splashing. (laughs) Uh, And uh, apparently, uh, a very, very, very proud videographer (laughs) is also being... uh, uh, you know, they 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 they'd like to ask him a few questions. Uh, that, I heard that, that uh, a public service announcement from me. Well, what I heard was the young lady was uh, driving with uh, without a license, and she was also under the influence of animal crackers and uh, some juice. And I, and I think the, the the video guy was, I believe, if all reports are, are accurate, uh, was carrying a princess lunchbox. Well, from what I heard, they didn't know how, how he was able to. I, I don't know how he was able to, to film with that cheeseburger in one hand. It was just like the power of the force. It was kind of just floating there. <laughs> Obviously, we're having some fun with Ed Boggus because that was an amazing, amazing video. Oh that, yes, that child is. I mean, say what you want. I mean, I know all parents are proud of their kids. Should be. They're, your kids, they're your kids after all. Um, but, boy, that, kid's, uh, that kid is going – when that kid gets older – now, it's it, it's Gata. Is that correct? Am I saying I believe that so, right? yeah. I believe okay. so. When Gata gets older, she's going to look back and go, God damn, my dad was cool. 
Either right. that or she's going to go, wow, my dad was skinny because all that food is going to catch up. With yeah, or, or she'll be in therapy. One of the two. <laughs> Don't do that while I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad, he took me to every fast food place. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, if she needs to sue Ed as she gets older, she can call Stephen P. New for all her legal needs, the law offices of Stephen P. New. I just had a visual of that pink Jeep with a rope behind it, and she's dragging Ed home from the from the fast food joint after he's OD'd on burgers. She had to bring Dad home again from the sheets. Oh, Daddy ate too much at the sheets. Sheets run and done. oh god go to commercial remember if you need to sue call Stephen P. New he's the man he's the myth he's the legend call away Stephen P. New let's hear more from the law offices of Stephen P. New personal injury product liability workplace accidents mesothelioma law social security disability unfair insurance practices family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. And again, thanks to our great sponsor, the law offices of Stephen P. New, newlawoffice.com. Check them out. I sense a new company in the making, Nathan. <laughs> Shinston Towing. Shinston Repo. <laughs> Gators driving around town, towing up illegally parked vehicles. <laughs> oh, goodness. You have a... You have it's, a vivid, vivid uh, imagination. Yes, because uh, now, I'm, now I'm getting a picture of Ed and driving that Jeep just loaded on, like, you know, I don't know, burritos or something. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, uh, Out onto the over 40, Shinston over 40 court, bumping into guys trying court? to get injuries. <laughs> I would say, is there a court? <laughs> well, wait. But, I don't I know where the old court. I was thinking of like the law court. Oh, <laughs> I meant like the oops, the goof. My bad, my bad. Just I'm catching up here. Sorry. Apologies. Oh well, maybe you were. Uh, I can't even remember the names of the people involved. Dennis Schroeder and uh, P.J. Tucker. Well, we haven't got there yet. Well, we'll get. Oh, to we that. need to because that's quite the that's quite the interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Let's look now. Let's go to Sunday, August thirtieth. Um, the Celtics and Raptors tipped off in Game One of the Easter semifinals. Boston kind of handled this one. Um, what did they, I tweet you? What is it? What did I message you about that game? I don't. 
remember. I you don't, don't remember? remember? I think the, 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 the Raptors were a little too busy. Uh, they forgot about a thing called a game plan. <laughs> they forgot uh, about something. Well, they were down 16 after the first quarter. That game was over. Yeah, and they, the Celtics never looked back. Balanced attack. Jalen Brown had six, 17. Tatum had 21 and 9. Daniel Tice with 15 rebounds and 13 points. Kimball Walker had 18 points, 10 assists, 21 points from Marcus Smart. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I told you, if I told you Marcus Smart went from the three-point line, five of nine, including, I think he made like four straight in the fourth, you'd never believe that. But it happened. Uh, you know, I saw it. Uh, and then you had uh, Robert Williams, the third, 10 points, five boards. <laughs> Just balance. That's the key with Boston. If they're balanced like that, they're tough to beat. Well, and, uh, and Toronto's best players, up until this point, weren't their best players. No. I mean, Siakam had 13, and Anobi had 12, Van Vliet with 11. Lowry led their way with 17, Ibaka 15. <laughs> there was a tweet about Pascal Siakam today that, He's like, a, how do they, they put it? He gets in the paint, he spins one way, sticks out an elbow, and spins the other way. Repeat. He's like a washing machine. <laughs> you know, those post moves are kind of predictable at times. Yeah, he's he's uh, his game has been kind of, well, what the, what's the word like uh, exposed. That he's only really got one move, and if that ain't working, he hasn't got much else at this point. He's 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 been weak. Well, that game ended up being a uh, okay. I take it back. I think uh, the Marcus Smart game. I don't remember. It may have been game two that he hit all the threes. Um, actually, let me. He was me five double. of he was five of nine in the first game. Okay, he went five of nine for three. The five threes I'm thinking of where he went off was in the fourth quarter of game two. So I apologize for that misinformation. Well, do we want, do you, do but you he want did to do go five and nine? Do you want to do it that way? Do you want to jump from this game to their second uh, no, game? And then no, back let's, or, okay. let's, let's just go in order. All I think right, it's easier well, that way. Well, yeah. You can't open enough windows on your computer. Eh? I do it all on my phone. Genius. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> well, um, the Clippers and the Mavericks game six, the Clippers win 111-97. No poor Zingas in this one, and that hurt. Kawhi Leonard was Kawhi Leonard. 33 points, 14 boards, 7 assists. Paul George still kind of off to an iffy start, though. 15-9. and nine. Zubak had 15. Uh, Reggie Jackson had 14. Lou Williams only had 5. Montrez Harrell, 4 points, 2 boards. Not a Clippers, not a Clippers game you would want to see. Um, Clippers just doing just enough to get by, and that's yeah, tr- and that's troublesome though. That's troublesome when you look to the second round. Uh, Doncic though had thirty eight and nine, like I said. Finney Smith sixteen and six. Hardaway had ten. The problem here was Doncic had no help. He had nobody to help him, especially with Porzingis being out. I mean, Trey Burke six points. Uh, Kid Gilchrist played shockingly two points two two boards seven points for seth curry i mean maxi maxi keebler keebler was nine points just no help no help for the guy 
I think that should be your 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 tag phrase. Shockingly. <laughs> well, like anytime you see Michael Kidd Gilchrist in a game, it is kind of shocking. Trust me. Not something that anybody's going, oh, thank God, here he comes. Finally. What were they saving him for? <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to believe that dude was a number two overall pick in a draft. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, because if you look at some of the drafts, it's going to be frightening. Oh, don't I know it. Don't I know it. I remember we passed on uh, Jamal Murray for uh, Chris Dunn. Yeah, that went great. <laughs> Oh, how that happens on occasion. Oh, it does. It does. All right, let's look now at the, uh, and that was the series there. Clippers move on after winning in six. Uh, I think you got to tip your hat to Luka Doncic, though. First playoff series, he comes out, proves how good he is, <clears throat> proves he belongs. I think in a few years, man, he's going to be the be- about the best thing going. Uh, I mean, and considering that at the beginning of the season, at least, what uh, half the people in the world picked the Clippers to win everything in a walk. Dallas, pretty good accounting of themselves in all honesty. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't, two, can't take anything away from them. Didn't get swept. Didn't do a 76ers. Yeah. <laughs> or anybody else in the East. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> The last game of the night on Sunday night was the Denver Nuggets-Utah Jazz. The Nuggets were facing elimination, um, but they fought back. They beat the Jazz 119-107. to Donovan Mitchell had 44. Jamal Murray had 50. And uh, the Nuggets lived to fight another day. This was a weird game because the first quarter, Utah was hanging. And actually yep. up, up, up by six. And then, I don't know, it's so weird in sports. Okay, you watch that first quarter and you go, okay, this is going to be a tight, this game's going to be a close one. Then they play the second quarter and it's just like two different teams went out there. Yeah. Adjustments, coaching adjustments make all the all the difference in the world. And whoa, both teams whoa, whoa, have great whoa, whoa, coaches. Whoa. Are you trying to slam the Utah Jazz coach? No, I think Quinn Snyder's a great coach. I really and, do. And and he's a good coach. And and he's ruggedly handsome. There we go. <laughs> but let me tell you where the difference came in this series, Tim. I'll tell you this right now. That delay of the boycott of the games killed the Jazz. Well, not only that, but it gave the Nuggets a chance to get Gary Harris back. He was the key in this series to the Nuggets having a chance to win. When Gary Harris came back, that Nuggets team is vastly different. And he proved it because he box score. If you look at the box score with Gary Harris from this game, first game back. Doesn't tell you that. Doesn't tell you that much. No. 20 minutes, four points, three boards, a steal. You know what the man's plus minus was? He had the third best plus minus in the game. I do, in fact. Plus 16. And it was all, and, and I understand why, but it was all overshadowed by that 50-point night. And, it will, and that's going to happen. And Gary Harris isn't the guy you're going you're gonna to see on SportsCenter highlight reels. No, but he's the guy in the dressing room where the other players know mm-hmm. that, that's, that's what we, the 50s great and all of that and wonderful, and then 
because and you needed that to you needed yeah, that fifty to win. And because it's offense, that tends to be what gets the spotlight. Most of what get, what Harris does that that is important doesn't show up on score sheets, and you don't really notice it too much yep. during the game because no. it's not what is focused on. So. But you got to have guys like that's the kind of guy that you that if without a player like that you are never winning a title, yeah, ever. And look and look at the games one through four where Harris didn't play. What was Denver? One of three, one, one or one? Of three. Of, they, they were one and three in those yeah. games. And one in the game they won, they had to do it in overtime. Yeah, and with fact, Harris back, three straight wins. And minus the last one, which we haven't got to yet. Um, not really that much doubt in them either. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if Harris was back. I know he's here for game six. I'm not sure if he was there for game five. I think he was, but I'm double. Let me double check that. I'd have to go back and look. I'm I'm looking at game five here. The Nuggets did win game five by 10. Harris was not back in the lineup yet. But Jamal Murray had 42, Porter Jr. had 15, Jokic had 31. Gary Harris in the last two games of this series made such a big difference. They better hope that uh, Jamal Murray is under contract for a couple of years because if he I, isn't, he I was, don't know if he's going to get I think he some, signed a deal. I think he's under contract. Because if, if he didn't or, or is out of a deal shortly, he's going to get some big bucks. I think he's already getting big bucks. Um, he's going to get bigger bucks then because... Hold on, I'll tell wow, you. Wow, he has been like just dynamite. Hold on, I'll tell you their payroll. Uh, I mean, they're getting that Paul Millsap contract off the books this year, so uh, yeah. hallelujah. That's a, bit of an, there. that's a bit of an anchor, that one. Uh, yeah, Jamal Murray. See what I did there? Jamal an Murray. Take a listen to this. They signed him to an extension, um, I believe, last year. That extension hasn't kicked in yet. You know how much he's making this year? Probably not that much. $4 million. Oh, okay. So in NBA terms, nothing. So next year, he starts his new deal. Next year, he's making $29.2 million. Okay. Well, that's that's in the stratosphere. So that's... Yeah. He is getting guaranteed. He will be the highest paid player on the team. They have signed him all the way to 2025. <laughs> you know, that's funny because... With Denver's luck, he he will do this, and next season. Oh, they signed him. They next actually signed him long term, a, like last year. Yeah, next season he won't do a damn thing. In 2024, he is slated to make 38 million dollars. It's gotta, you know, you gotta think about it. Like, I don't begrudge anybody taking the money. Oh no! If no. somebody, yeah, if they offer it to you, you're a fool not to take it. But when you're looking at Okay, I mean, all right, to us, $4 million is a lot of money. But to them, it's not. So he's getting paid $4 million. Then suddenly you're getting paid $29 million and you've got a contract guaranteed for another four years. It's got to be tough to get motivated, man. It's got to be. Yeah. Well, I guess that's got, why they're They've got Jokic. Jokic just signed till 2023. They've got Gary Harris signed till 2022. They've still got Michael Porter under contract until 2022, and that's on his rookie deal. Uh, Bol Bol is un- is barely under contract. He can't even get into the lineup, let alone. Well, exactly. I mean, 
but they've got a lot of contracts that are coming off the books after this year. Tory Craig, Noah Vonley, Paul Millsap, Mason Plumley. Um, yeah, so they've they, got Will. They've got they've Will got, Barton for a couple so of years. They've got that, some room to like go after somebody. Well, you, you can kind of cancel out Millsap and uh, and Jamal Murray because Millsap's making 30.5, where I'm looking at Murray's making twenty nine point two five. So. I'm going to about a million, million two difference there. So that's kind of chump change, but 4 million available. Uh, actually, you're looking at about $20 million that's going to be available on your books well, next if year. If they're smart. They, they're going to have room to go sign somebody if they, they want. They need to sit down. They will never do it because they never seem to, not just Denver, none of them. They really need to sit down and go, okay, what do we really need? That might not be a uh, big scoring, huge name kind of guy. But what do we really need? We've got the money. Let's go out and get two of them, whatever it is that we need. If it's defense, then go after a defensive guy. If it's a three-point shooter, go after one. Like, they got the money and the players that they could probably fill whatever holes they need to fill. Now, like I said, usually organizations don't do that, but they should. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be a big year for NBA free agents. Well, it's going to be a weird year because nobody yet has come up with, or if they know, they're not telling. What is the plan going forward? Well, according to this, here's some of the NBA free agents coming up. Gordon Hayward, Paul Millsap, DeMar DeRozan, Otto Porter, Andre Drummond, Anthony Davis, Nick Batum, Mark Gasol, Hassan Whiteside, Serge Ibaka, Gallinari, Jeff Teague, Derek Favors, uh, Goran Dragic, Evan Fournier. I mean, a lot of big names here are going to be available um, in the free agency. Now, I believe Giannis is up in 2021, or maybe that was the really big year I'm thinking about. Did you know? Uh, did you know that the Nuggets are owned? by one of the heirs to the Walmart fortune. I did not know that actually. I didn't know that either. It's actually the, the nuggets are actually owned by a woman. Oh, there you go. And Walton Cronkey, who is the heir to the Walmart oh, the Lakers. fortune. The Lakers, Jeannie mm-hmm. Buss. Okay. But that's Jeannie Buss wishes she had Walmart money. We all <laughs> wish we had Walmart money. She's only, really? hey, she's only worth $7 billion. How's that all? And she hasn't inherited yet. She's only her father was the son of the original of Sam Walton. Sam Walton, yes. Yeah. So who was actually a really nice guy. Uh, yeah, his 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 vision for Walmart is not what Walmart became. Yes. Uh, but, but coming but up twenty twenty one, here's some of the available free agents in twenty twenty one: Chris Paul, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Blake Griffin, Paul George. Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, Drew Holiday, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Giannis, LaMarcus Aldridge, Victor Oladipo. I mean, that's that's a lot of names. Okay, here's my plan. You and I get together. Okay. We get Steve New. <laughs> we'll need him. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me work my way through this idea. Go ahead. Go ahead. We get Steve New. As our uh, as our uh, the face of our, of our franchise. Yes. We go down and we strong arm Governor Justice for a couple for a, a billion, and we sign five of those guys off that list. 
Leonard, James, Davis, and who are the other ones at the front? Giannis. Giannis and, and who fuck you can you can pick whoever else you want. Hell, really. I'll take the the other slot. Yeah, I don't even care at that point. Well, we could get Bogus. Bogus can be on the team. He won't he won't start, but he could play. Nah, he uh, might. He'll start over me. Oh, he, he definitely start over me. I'm I'm not. I don't even want to play. I just want a like a track suit. Ah, you just want a jersey. <laughs> I just want the camera to pick me up, like you know when it's a. When there's a break in the action and we huddle up, that I'm somebody important. That's all I care about. <laughs> basically, you're gonna be Mark. You're gonna be Mark Madsen <laughs> from. He plays well, the, no, I'm kind of angling it more in a Spike Lee kind of important. Oh God. <laughs> Not really important at all because I don't know enough about the game to. But yeah, I mean, there's the potential there. Like if somebody's, you gotta wonder if somebody in a position that they could wipe their books relatively clean and sign two or three of those guys. Like, or does LeBron go somewhere and does anybody follow him? Like what tends to happen or does he stay in LA and do they ink up two more or three more of those guys? Good Lord. They'd be unstoppable. Yeah, they absolutely would. Um, Probably breaking- couldn't. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go quiet there, but breaking news. Um, this literally just broke a minute ago. Tom Seaver uh, has passed away. Oh, man. Yeah, he was 75 the, years old. The Pitcher Art, Tom Seaver. The, uh, what, one, I don't even know, was the was the big reason for the Mets winning the World Series back yeah. in 69, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, it just broke a few minutes ago, so apparently Tom Seaver... Uh, if my memory serves me, um, I want to say uh, multiple Cy Young winner. Uh, pretty much did everything there was to do as a pitcher, from what I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you know what? 75 isn't that old these days. That's, these days it's not. That's uh, what... Uh, oh, okay, but did you see that he died from... He also had COVID. Did he have COVID? I'm sure that didn't help any if that was actually um, died Monday from complications of Lewy body dementia, whatever that is. Don't know. And COVID, ain't good. I know that. And COVID-19. Oh, that's, oh boy. That's a double whammy then. Yeah, absolutely. Not, yeah, not good. Condolences to the Seaver family and Mets, and Mets fans. Cause that's going to hurt. Most Mets fans. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Oh, I got that. Uh, I'm leaving it at that. Uh, I All picked right, that up. I picked go. up what you laying down there. Let's go that. back now and talk a little more basketball. Uh, get, but seriously, those our condolences to fans Tom Seaver and the Mets. Seriously, no, no jokes. All right. Well, as we go into Monday, the game one, Bucks Heat, and I was watching this one, and uh, I'm gonna say it here. And I hate I hate saying this, Tim. You know you know me. Damn it, Jimmy Butler's good. Well, the debate was never whether he was that good or God, not. He's good. It was just he was always such a shit disturber. Yeah. And he doesn't seem, for whatever reason, either he has uh, found his place at the top of the pecking order in Miami, and he's the alpha male, or. They're just letting them yell and scream, and nobody's paying any attention because whatever they're doing there is working. It's working really well. 
the Heat won 115-104. Butler had 40 points. Drogic had 27. Um, and he took over in the fourth quarter. Now, what he you, absolutely did. What do you think about the, the, the stories that were coming out that uh, I can't even remember who said it, that uh, Giannis is, uh, has a very um, one-dimensional game, at least right now. He, he does, in a way. Honestly, he does. But one thing Giannis is able to do, Giannis is able to get into the lane, and they do this thing where they want you, they want to build the wall and stop Giannis from getting to the hoop, which is good. That's a good strategy. It's worked well for the Heat. Giannis has done a good job finding his teammates, though. I mean, if you look at this, he had nine assists in this game. He was one assist, five a triple-double. Go ahead. I didn't see this game, but when I'm looking at the free throws, did they like target him? That he, he gets was, to the rim a lot. That but he was he's not the best free throw shooter. No, either. and and if you look at, I mean, they they committed uh, t- foul wise, they committed as many against him as they did against the entire rest of the team. Yeah, he shot 12 free throws that game. He is one of those guys that his shooting and his free throw shooting have gotten better. But they haven't gotten to the point where... Well, I think it was... Um, he'll make you pay if you foul him. No, it wasn't him. Vernon Maxwell was going off on the Rockets game. Oh, God. He was going on a Rockets game. And, um, but somebody that. said that, that Giannis was playing like a big man. If that, like, you know, that his yeah. game was reminiscent of, of a big man who, who couldn't get to the couldn't get to the rim. And that he doesn't really have a, a a long game per se. Uh, I mean, wow. he was. Well, I'm just saying that. that, that no, that, no, I'm not wowing that. More breaking news. Oh no, dude, you're killing me over here. Well, I'm sorry, and this is not basketball related. This literally just came through. Um, you saw where Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jags, didn't you? Yeah, who signed him? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my Lord. Tampa Bay's going for... Woo! They're going to have a... Uh, we got uh, Fournette. We got McCoy. They're going to have a... Brady, Gronk. It's going to be announced shortly that it's uh, the Con owns Tampa Bay, correct? No, he owns Jacksonville. Who, who owns uh, Tampa Bay? Uh... Like the Blazers? <laughs> I don't know who owns Tampa Bay. Is it Bay, the Blazers who own the uh, – I think it's the same guys who own uh, Manchester United in soccer. I think it yeah, is, actually. I think it's the Glazers. Well, they're going to announce shortly that they're going to be opening up yeah, a – Yeah, Glazer uh, family. Okay, they're going to announce that they're opening up a chain of old folks' homes shortly. Ah, oh, you prick. Well, not because those guys still aren't good, because they are, but, I mean, it's starting to get a little long in the tooth down there in Tampa. You're not wrong. I mean, I'm not going to say you're wrong. But I mean, damn. I'm not. I'm not saying they can't win. I mean, those guys are all good. I'm not saying that I, at all. Fournette's not old. Now, McCoy, Brady, Gronk. Yeah, Fournette's well, not. Well, yeah, but though. Fournette's uh, you know is what two hits away from retirement. Oh no, Fournette. I thought Fournette was going to have a really good year this year. Who did he Fournette's, piss? Who Fournette? did he piss off in Jacksonville? He's 25. Yeah, who did he piss off in Jacksonville? Apparently somebody don't like him. He doesn't like AEW. I don't know. Hell. (laughs) 
he, he, he won too many tweets about Orange Cassidy. Uh, he, he didn't like the mimosa concept. I don't know. Tony Khan found yeah. out he subscribed to uh, the Jim Cornette experience. <laughs> he was Jeez. a YouTube. He was a YouTube subscriber, and that was it. Apparently, he was done. He he canceled his subscription to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, and they had to let him go. All right. Anyway, he was proud that they didn't call it the Fournette driver. <laughs> I think Fournette can have a good year in Tampa. He catches dump off passes it's from Brady. Not, yeah, he ain't washed up. Like, no, he's, not he's, like he, he's not like some of them where they get rid of him and you go, well, why did he get rid of that guy? Well, because he's 32. He's yeah. been tackled 14,000 times. Um, he used to run for 1,000 yards a season, and last year he hit 450. He's That's got, why we're He's got at least three good years in him still. Oh, look at he his. Does. Go look at his stats. The last three years have they haven't been like Hall of Fame numbers, but they haven't been bad either. Is he a so thousand yard rusher the past three years? He don't need to be. I mean, he don't Tampa, need to be in Tampa, Tampa now. Tampa now has four quality running backs. Yeah, but Tampa's they, not going to run the ball. They're going to. I mean, they might a tiny bit, but they're basically going to be Tom Brady's going to drop back. Shit, I made seventeen reads in two seconds. Didn't like any of them. Dump it off to a back and run. What's well, the mean? They've got four of them, and they can all catch. That's why, because they're going to use them. You watch. I would. I got to be honest. I'm not a Tampa Bay fan per se. I am. Well, I know you are, but I'm not per se. But if Tom Brady lights up the league playing for Tampa Bay, I will laugh my ass off. Me too. Remember yeah, but you're going to laugh it off because Tampa Bay is winning. I'm going to yeah. laugh because people wrote Tom Brady off. I'll tell you this, Tim. Did I tell you about the bet I made? What, on them winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, did I tell you about yeah, that? Only did about I do four, it on air? Did I do it only on about, air? Only about 37 times. Well, I want to tell you 38. Uh, <laughs> did you see the bet? I, I, did I mention it on air? I think you might have, but okay, but it's okay. Well, mention it again. That's fine. Well, I called him. My cousin actually called me about it. Um, he's a degenerate gambler. And, uh, hey, he won. He just won six hundred bucks on a parlay the other day of the uh, NBA playoffs. Oh, so. I, thought, I thought you were going to say of Korean baseball. No, <laughs> no. He actually picked every series winner and we ended up winning like five hundred bucks. Okay, anyway, um, he calls me. He goes, "Man, they're about to announce Tam- Brady's going to Tampa here in a little bit." He says, "I'm looking at the betting sites right now. Tampa's going off at twenty nine to one." Do you want in on this action? I said, I absolutely want in on this action. Nate said, do I like burritos? Yeah. I PayPal him 50 bucks. He said, well, it dropped to 26 to one. He says, but I'll get you 26 to one odds on Tampa winning the Super Bowl. I'll take them. I I said, hell yeah, dude, I'm in. Let's do this. So uh, fingers crossed Tampa wins the Super Bowl. If they do, your boy Nate wins like 1200 bucks. At the beginning of the year, that's as safe a bet as any. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially this year when nobody knows what the hell is going on. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be a wild year, which is another reason why I'm kind of excited about this year because we've got so many pieces that if something does happen, and we could we could make it work. Oh, and we're only what? I mean, well, we better finish up basketball first. Yeah, because we were going to talk a little bit about football. Let's let's yeah, get to yeah. basketball. Let's let's finish up the hoops here. Where we're right. game six between the Thunder and Rockets. Uh, the Thunder one hundred four, Rockets one hundred. Chris Paul scores fifteen in the fourth. Gallinari had twenty five. James Harden had thirty two. 
Russell Westbrook only with 17 as he's been playing limited minutes. Harden, um, three of 11 from three. And Russell Westbrook catching a lot of heat on Twitter for not he, being. He has. Oh, have they been dumping on that guy? I now, think it's, I think it's kind of unwarranted. I really do. Russell, well, Russell just, Westbrook went eight of fifteen from the field. That's fifty percent. That's fifty three percent. You can't ask a guy to do more than that. I mean, they didn't get him to score fifty. No, I mean you got James Harden there as well. That's what he's. That's what he's supposed to do. But let's get to the altercation during this. Was it yeah, this no, game no, or the ahead. game before? Uh, was that the... Uh... I think it was this game. Go ahead. If it's the well, other game, who cares? Bring regardless. it up. Let's do it. So, uh, what is it? Dennis Schroeder sets a screen. And P.J. Tucker decides that he's going to run through it, which is fine. Yeah. But then, the, like, I didn't see it. when I, I heard about it, then I saw it. And I was expecting, like, you know, that he dropped to a knee and uppercutted him or something yeah. the way they were <laughs> they, made it, they made it seem like it was so bad. And same with the retaliation. But, I mean, he he didn't, like, full-on swing or anything, but he definitely put his arm in a position where he knew it was going to connect with his groin area in some way. Yeah. So that happens. Dennis Schroeder jumps up and is pissed. Yeah. And yeah, it's right in, and like he was mad. Like he wasn't just like, okay, I've got to retaliate, or you know, I can't lay here and look like a wimp. He got up, but he was mad. And then, like I said, I didn't see it before I heard about it. And they, well, he headbutted him, but it wasn't really much of a headbutt either. Yeah. He did it. He did it, but it wasn't much of one. It certainly didn't hurt him or anything. No. But the end. But the NBA is always. Uh, overreacts and his throw. there's double technicals and all kinds of shit and guys are getting ejected and uh, they made it sound like they like you know there was a full-out brawl or something which it wasn't however that being said kind of a douche move on pj tucker's part yeah a little it, bit. it was but you put your arms up if you're gonna run through the screen and you run the guy over i can at least live with that but the low blow thing, I, 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 I'm not on board with that. Yeah, that's, that's not the way to do it. Uh, again. I mean, thank God it wasn't uh, James Harden. It would have knocked him all the way into the 10th row. Oh, we would have, we, we'd still be looking for him. I mean, EMTs would have been, you know, got, you'd have hoped that you didn't run into any trouble in Orlando that day. Cause all the medical staff would have been in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man. But I uh, just, I don't know, but the yeah. the Rockets I, I, again. I, I look at that and it's. I think the refs. I, I understand they were mad, but there's been a lot of technicals called in the bubble that have been kind of silly. I think the refs are able to hear more what the players are saying where there's no actual crowd there. It's a and lot it's, of uh, overreactions, ticky tack stuff. Well, I think they were. I, I think Schroeder. A little bit of his anger was that they were getting. The foul calls were definitely going yeah. to OKC. They, uh, as usual, the Rockets were going to the line a little more than well, everybody yeah. else. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of their game. And I guess you got to adjust to that as a as a player. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'll not, tell you this: I'm I'll not a Rockets this. guy. So Me either. But uh, Oklahoma City has forced Game Seven, which is happening tonight. On ESPN. But I'll tell you, boy, the, the Houston Rockets have better win this game. 
<laughs> if they don't, you know D'Antoni's gone if they don't. Yeah, and you and know who... You lose a lot of credibility with that team, too. Yeah, and you know me. who's taking the heat. Two guys are going to get blamed if they lose. And it might even be their fault if they lose. Maybe, yeah. you know, that, that you can maybe make that argument, but James Harden is going to get criticized regardless of what he does because he's James Harden. And if if they lose, Russell Westbrook better hope he has a mammoth game because if he doesn't, ugh, yeah. I don't want to run his Twitter account. Let me tell you. <laughs> For real. Speaking of mammoth game, game two, Boston, Toronto, East semis. Boston really, um, I thought they played well here. They were down to the Raptors, and they fought back. Well, again, Toronto just can't. They couldn't uh, put it away. They just can't get. They either are behind and never catch up, or then they got ahead and fell asleep. And it was like, (laughs) you just, you know, they were down by what? uh, Two, I think, at the half. Yeah, something like that. I believe something like that. Then they're up by like eight or so going into the fourth quarter, and they kind of cruise through the third, and I'm going, okay, this is, you know, barring a, a meltdown, this is in the bag. So what do they do? Meltdown. They melt down, you know. And? It's what they do. It's maybe kind of, you know, everybody was talking, me included. Oh, they don't need Leonard. Maybe we're starting to see what Kawhi Leonard brought to that team that we didn't notice up until this point, besides the obvious stuff. Again, to me, they're a good team. They're lacking that superstar. To me, Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam was on the verge of getting there, but he's only, he played 43 minutes. He only had 17 points, eight boards. Well, that was another discussion was why was he out there when he wasn't getting anything done? Van Vliet played 42 minutes. He had 19. OG Ananobi had 20. In 38 minutes, and Lowry had 16, and well, Baca got, had 17. And you got your boy, Norman Powell, who had been lighting it up. Yeah, he had, he had four in this game. And he mean, only played. Yeah, he, he, barely, he barely played, so maybe it's time to throw him out there. Nick Nurse's rotation comes into question there, but, you know, that's the coach of the year, so I guess he's sticking well, with what he knows. He took, he admittedly, and I, I know we don't want to get into the political stuff, and this isn't kind of fringe of that. Yeah. He took a lot. He took a lot of heat because he's really been was very vocal about the BLM and all that stuff, which is all fine. But it was almost like there for a day or two, especially up here in Canada, he talked about nothing but, and it was kind of like, okay, did they kind of maybe uh, forget for a moment why they were there and didn't do their homework? I'm not saying they did or didn't because I don't really know, but the games just kind of looked like on paper. Toronto's as good or better than Boston. Oh, absolutely. I think and, so. And yet, when you watch the games, and the second game was a little closer. It's actually fairly close. But the first game, it was quite clear that Toronto could not match up with Boston unless Toronto's guys are all playing at the very top of their game. Yeah. Well, let's speak. Game seven. Nuggets Jazz. And you want to talk about teams at the top of their game. That was neither team. In this one, uh, man, oh, man. Well, it there, was a tough game. Tough defense. Was, yeah, there was some pretty good defense played in this Utah game. Utah shot 38% from the field. Denver shot 37% from the field. Low scoring game, 78 to 80, the final. Uh, Jokic ended with 30 
Uh, Murray, 17. Porter, 10. Looking at the other side, Mitchell with 22. Clarkson with 10. Gobert with 19 and 18. I mean, not a lot of stats here, but, man, coming down to the end, what a game. You know, you see the miss, the, the turnover by, uh, by Donovan Mitchell leads to the blown layup by the Nuggets. Conley Jr. gets a good look at three to send them, and it just rims out. I mean, when's the last time you saw two teams that were pretty good? Oh, they're both good teams, I think. Go 16 of 65 from three-point. It's crazy. Not even, I think 26%. Do you think they were feeling the pressure, maybe? Possibly, but wouldn't you think at some point, okay, we've, we've thrown, let's say it's you're going to the fourth. Okay, we've thrown up, you know, 25 three-pointers, and we've made like five of them. Maybe it's time to change the shooting options. Got to remember, man, the mid-range game is a dying art. Not a lot of teams do it but, anymore. Okay, but the Jazz have got Rudy Gobert. Give him the damn ball under the basket and let <laughs> yeah. him dunk the fucking thing. Like, why is that so difficult? I don't know. I don't know. It's something that they just don't do anymore, and I don't understand it. I know analytics come into play. I know the three-point shot's the thing, but at the same time, man, we got to look at this and say, hey, we got We should use this, you know? we well, got a seven-footer who's a yeah. monster. I mean, I get it when they're going down, but when they're not, <laughs> you're just giving the ball away. Did you see? <laughs> Did you see Jamal Murray after the game? <laughs> oh, which, what, which time? Because there was a few moments that oh, I saw. One after the game where I think it's Van Pelt's interview with him, and he goes, what does that do for your psyche heading into your game Thursday? And he goes, he's breathing real heavy, so I'm going to do We got a game Thursday? We don't get two days off? Damn. <laughs> yeah. No, we got we are in the uh, we're in the bubble, dude. You. Uh, <laughs> he thought they got two days off. They only get one. Oh man! Gotta be glad you get one day alone so or any. Funny. He he sounded so sad. But they got the Clippers tomorrow at nine. You could already you could tell he ain't happy. Oh we'll have goodness! To, have to see if he's ready or not. He better be because the Clippers will be ready uh, tonight. Tonight, there's only two games tonight. Oklahoma City and Houston tips off shortly. Miami's up 111-102 right now. We'll see the end of that game in just a minute. Um, we'll, we'll yeah, probably... that's, gonna, that's probably going to, barring a real big comeback there, that's going to draw the Bucks down 2-0. Yeah, and that's surprising to me. And they're in uh, trouble. Yeah, who, that's that's trouble. It is. And... Yeah, who, who had that on their dance card? I know I didn't, but it's 2020, man. Who knows? And speaking of not knowing, you don't know what you're missing out if you haven't went to Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC to check out all the great items. Have you been seeing the stuff I've been sharing? All those, tell all you, those comic tell, book movies. I tell you every week that I just get more and more jealous and pissed off that I can't go to that place. Yeah, it's great. They got so many cool things down there. Go check them out. I can't possibly list them off here. If I did. We'd have to get a whole new podcast. But go check them out. Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC for everything in your nerd kingdom. Let's hear a little more from Atomic Comics and Collectibles. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop fun codes, vintage video game system, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. 
They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Thanks again to our good friends at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Great sponsor, friends of the show. We love them. Go check them out. Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. I got right. one word for you. Olivier. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, let's uh, let's bounce over to the world of the NFL. Oh, we got dude, football man. coming up we soon. We are eight days away from football. That we are. And, uh, you know, knowing us. I have a feeling next week we're going to talk about, uh, I, I bet we make some picks next week. Or <laughs> I thought you were going to say it when Wednesday, they'll announce the season has been postponed. Yeah. Or that. Um, but yeah, I think we should, we should make some picks next week. Uh, um, oh yeah, I'm all for it. I, I was actually, we might as well talk about it on air. What the hell? I was actually going to ask you if the, uh, well ask, screw that. I was going to demand that the company, Probably ought to have it go back to that my bookie site and put a few dollars in there so we can have some fun. We have to. We have to do that. So no, no, you know, nothing well, significant. But well, yes. no, of course not. Well, we, we'll, we'll talk about that off off air. Well, they well they've got the uh, uh, double year. Uh, they match your amount. So ah, okay. Well, we'll that. check. We'll we'll, so we'll anyway. check it out. We'll so thir- so Thursday next Thursday. Yes, we got the uh, Texans at the Chiefs. That's, well, that's that's we, our game for Thursday. So okay. Well, we'll talk about picks next week. What we need to talk about right now, though, is I'd like to go through and look at the divisions. Um, oh, you don't want to talk about Kirk Cousins defying the COVID to get him? I do want to hear. I do want to talk <laughs> about that. Kirk Cousins is a madman. <laughs> He's turned. If I die, I die. Yeah, I don't <laughs> give two shits. I'm going out there, and I don't care. You know, you laugh about it, but at the same time, isn't that kind of the mindset you want from your team? If you're, I mean, yeah, I know it's only a game, but well, like, I don't want to hear my team being all kind of pussyfied about it. I want to hear, I, mean, I want to hear a guy that's fired up and ready to play. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what you think about the COVID and whether it's a real threat, not a threat, kind of a threat, which we could debate all day long forever. Yeah. It's no different though, like mindset wise than... Well, you know, we could get on this plane to uh, fly from Washington to San Francisco, or we could walk. <laughs> I'd rather not walk. That's no, but, but probably less. Well, actually, it might be more chances of getting murdered if you walked. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, ain't gonna, you ain't going to make it through the South, probably. Uh, it depends on what neighborhood you go in and what race you identify as, well, but that's Kurt, a different story. I mean, what, what, whatever the trials and tribulations of whatever state he was walking through, Kirk Cousins would just be sitting there going like this. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Bring, bring it on. I am. 
Gators for those of you swamp? listening out there, Tim just did the just bring it motion. Yeah, just bring it. Gators in the swamp? Yeah, I ain't afraid of them. Point zero 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 one chance they might kill me, which I guess <laughs> probably statistically is probably true, but don't mean them about the... that number. That number does go up if you actually enter the swamp, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many people walk through the swamp, Kirk? I mean, we got a lot. Yeah, at it's kind of like you know. But, I... but you're right. I mean, as a fan of the. Washington Football Club. Oh goodness! Yeah, we'll get started on that. Give is him a name. Is he back there now? Oh, isn't he? I thought he, was, thought he was in Minnesota. I have no idea. He was in Minnesota for a while. So I could have I could have sw- swore he was wearing his re- uh, Washington Football Club jersey when I uh, maybe I think, not. I think he's still a Viking, man. Yeah, he's still a Viking. Oh well, no wonder he. he probably just wants to get out of minnesota no nah, i think what he's doing is he's trying to save his career because he's been a disappointment ever since he speaking, got speaking of which did you see what they're doing the the washington logo the big w yeah <laughs> it looks like a whataburger it reminds me a lot of like washington state or not or yeah, washington or university washington university yeah, yeah. that's that. what i thought when i saw it and i'm like just different colors are... At first, at first glance, I figured, well, you know, shit, the Eagles maybe got a shot at beating Washington College or University. That's possible. <laughs> Listen, that team is so not good. Well, <laughs> they're they, so bad. Half their half their linemen have been killed in, during the pre during the build up to the I'm season. I'm going to take Philly to beat Washington. That's for sure. Washington is not good. They are yeah. not good at all. Yeah, there's. Uh, Dwayne Haskins and also, Gump. did you see the video of Alex Smith? Uh, he's back, isn't he? Yeah, but did you see the video? I felt bad. He's been cleared for football activities. I'm not yeah. exactly sure what that. I mean, for all I know, that means drinking and dialing up whores. But <laughs> depends on if you're Michael Irvin or not. Go, going to what? Going to what? What was the name of the strip club again? Oh God, Magic City. Okay, so he's been cleared to go to Magic City and eat wings, but other than that, so they, showed him, they showed him at home. It was a video of where he got the call, where he'd been cleared. And he jumps up in the air, but he's got a brace on his knee and some kind of apparatus. And he couldn't avoid his seven-year-old kids. And it was just like, dude, you cannot play football. You're going to get killed. Because he had, like, no mobility at all. It was yeah. just sad. Uh, here, here it is. Celebrates being cleared to practice. Yeah, just watch how awkward that man moves. God, that halo around that leg. Yeah, I mean, he's, this guy's going to go and take a snap. He's going to get broken in half. This is a Joe Theismann injury, man. This dude's career should be over. I mean, I give him all the... I, mean, I, I give the, him all the credit in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, I give him credit for coming back as far as he did and that he can walk, but that guy is not, in, from that video anyway, is not fit to be playing professional football. Apparently, There's this, no way. This was last year, some of this. Uh, well, the one I saw was, was pretty new. Well, it this just, is him with his halo on his, God, that leg looks terrible. No, he didn't have a halo. He just had some kind of a sock brace and something else on, the one I saw. It just, it, it wasn't a good look. Yeah, they're talking to his wife. I don't know. I don't is know. This may not be it. Is he outside in the backyard? This is August 16th, 2020 is when this was updated. 
Okay, well, that's not... Uh, maybe there's a, another video that I missed here. Yeah, because I, I would like to see this, because... Oh, here it is, here it is. Uh, hard work pays off, lots to celebrate in the Smith house. Uh, oh, they drenched him with the... <laughs> they drenched I mean, him with cute the water and champagne that, but... and everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cute, but he just he don't look particularly mobile there to me anyway. Well, again, uh, I got to give the guy credit for trying, man. I, I really do. Here's... I just don't want to see him go out there when he shouldn't really be out there, and that he gets hit and breaks the damn thing again and is in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yeah, I don't hope he doesn't, but because I don't hey, want to see that. I tell you what, he's got balls. He made his money, so he doesn't need to be. I mean, I understand being driven to want to compete and all that. I get that, but some things are not uh, not to be done, and that would be one of them, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, let's you know we're looking at the NFC East. I mean, NFC East here, and you hush your tongue, you. Oh come on, the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys shall rule supreme yet again in the East. Everywhere. Um, they should they should win the East. In the they, they should have because Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is going to get hurt again. Um, and the Giants. I'm just not sold on Daniel Jones yet. And with the the Giants, <laughs> I you should have seen the look on my face when I did a fantasy football from ESPN and I did auto draft because it was at like two in the morning or something. And yeah, I couldn't be bothered. And I get up in the morning and go, who did I get for quarterback? Oh, Daniel Jones. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Saquon Barkley's a beast, but he's a, he's going to be a one man show there. They got to get they got to get Jones somebody to throw to. Everybody Philly, in that and, and Washington. Is, uh, I don't think Washington's going to do anything. I, everybody I, in that division is a work in progress, including I, the Cowboys. But, they're but the I least think Dallas has got the best shot at winning the division. Yeah, but they're they're the least of the teams in progress. But they're in progress too because they don't know what the hell they're doing either. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's stick with the NFC. Let's bounce down here and let's go. I to, mean, I'm definitely for some racial diversity in the ownership in Dallas. <laughs> God. Let's bounce down to the NFC South here. Uh, one of the most competitive divisions in football, uh, normally. Now this year it's going to be a lot tougher because Bucks have went out and built this mercenary team as Joe PCP is calling it. Shout out to Joe. Oh, by the way, if you're out there doing fantasy football, uh, black book, baby, black book with Joe PCP, you know, we may need to, to grab him on here one day any, and uh, uh, talk any, a little fantasy football. Any pressure to change the name of that thing? Seriously? No, no pressure. Good. Cause it shouldn't be, but no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I picked it up and, and it's a great read. It's 20 bucks on Amazon. Well worth it. Better than those magazines that you see out. It's the black book, and I'm talking. This thing goes into detail. It's a darn good thing we're not pulling back the curtain on that last statement. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I actually bought it. I really did. I actually paid for it. Just because he's a friend, I still support my friends. I bought it. What have you done for me lately? How about those headphones you're wearing, motherfucker? <laughs> Damn, you can see those. <laughs> anyway um <laughs> but yeah go check it out but the nfc south the bucks are are, are loading afc of course south. the saints are still competitive you know the saints were talking about possibly trading alvin Kamara. did you see that I, I saw that but what are you 
the Saints aren't in the AFC South. I said NFC. You said AFC. I'm in NFC. He said NFC. Well, I'm in NFC. <laughs> no, you said NFC. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're in you, the NFC sure South right, All right now. Okay, well, there's nothing. What do you mean competitive? It's Atlanta? Carolina? Atlanta's normally pretty good. Carolina's not going to be well, much this year. Well, last year they weren't. I mean, nobody was any good in the South except for New Orleans. Yeah, last, that's true. That's true. That's true. Now, I mean, Tampa Bay's got to be better. If they're not, good Lord. Yeah. A um, lot of moves. I got to go with the homer pick here. I got to pick my bucks to win the South. Well, the the Saints have got... Breeze, Thomas, Kamara... Well, they might have Camaro. Well, knows? they're talking about trading him because his uh, contract's up this year. I mean, admittedly, Drew Brees is another year older. Um, and he's Man, he just keeps finding it, though. And think about this. You get Drew Brees and you get uh, Tom Brady against each other twice a year now. But eventually, that arm is going to go. Um, both guys, yeah, absolutely. Both, well, Tom Brady's arm has gone. He doesn't have a deep ball anymore. Oh, man, Miami and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's cut it to one with four seconds left. Uh-oh. Well, wait a minute. Nope, apparently they didn't count something. All right, anyway, carry on. Sorry. Because um, if Drew if Drew Brees doesn't, uh, can't get it done, you know who's coming out next for New Orleans. Your old friend. Famous Jameis. Your, your old and friend. You, with Lasix. With Lasix vision. So... <laughs> Apparently now he can tell the difference between defensive backs and receivers. I don't believe that for two seconds. <laughs> Just because he got his eyes fixed. Oh, man. Tie ball game. I'm going to have to see proof of that in an actual game before I believe that he's any better than he used to be. Milwaukee has tied the game with four yeah, seconds but, left. Well, let's see here. Let's uh, – okay. so We'll come back to football in a second here. Hold on there. I'm going, to, I'm, going to the, I'm going to the video. Okay. I didn't have the TV on because I was trying to be a professional, but the hell with that because I'm not one anyway. Well, this is this is big right here. I mean, this is a big deal. We may be heading to overtime. We might we might get some. Uh, oh, there's audio. Better turn that off. Well, Jimmy Butler proved me wrong. Eleven points tonight. Way to go, Jimmy. Okay, where is this? Oh, it's ESPN. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm getting ESPN, dude. Oh yeah, you're Canadian. <laughs> I get ESPN. Canadians, they get de de toi. That's those Eastern losers. <laughs> we watch it on the uh, hockey channel. Oh, the hockey is it good? No, no. Wee wee. Wee wee. Oh no, I didn't. No, don't wee wee, man. Wee wee. Put that away. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, we must be in a full timeout, I assume. Okay. Well, since they're in a full timeout. Let's you and I take a full time out, Tim. And we'll be right back right after this from our favorite people. Okay, end of the fourth tie ball game. I gotta go I gotta go do a French. Okay, well you should go uh you should go do a French real quick because we've got coming up our good friends from Strip Cam Fun and I'll go do a French on stripcamfun.com. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On stripcamfun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. 
you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun, be sure to visit right now at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. Thanks again to our great friends at stripcamfun.com. All right, well, that game is headed to overtime. So uh, what we're going to do is here, we will bounce back to football and we'll get into the results of that ball game here shortly. Um, but what a comeback by Milwaukee. We thought they were Run, all done. Uh, and to update, it's, uh, it's 4.49 left in the first quarter. Houston 18, Oklahoma 17. That's so gonna, tight that's game be a good so, one, too. Tight, tight game so far, so I'll keep my eye on Man, that. Man, I'll tell you what, I've missed this. I have missed having good live sports on while we're podcasting. It makes it so much fun. And you know what else? I, I just got to say it, and if we haven't said it before. Good. I've gotten to the point now where I'm just really not noticing that there ain't no fans there. I, I'm, I Me, too. Like maybe it's just because I'm used. It's become normal. I don't know. Well, if you're really watching the game, you don't really see that. I mean, you see the first couple rows usually, and they've done a really good job of of hiding it. Of well, you know, they've got the fake people, and they've got them moving their hands, and then they got some, you know, Thunderdome type shots of like actual Listen, people. That Thunderdome oh. is some cool, cool shit. I don't care what anybody says. It still ain't as cool as Thunderball, and I don't care what anybody oh, says. Jesus. <laughs> All right, but anyway, let's get back to football now. Let's money. go. Let's hit the money, penny. Money, penny. Let's go to the NFC North: Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions. Uh, seemed like a division that was kind of on its butt last year. Oh, uh, and I got to be honest, I think there's a good chance it's on its butt again because uh, Aaron Rodgers coming to the end of his career. Not I there disagree. yet. Not I there yet, but, but getting there. He's getting older. I he think. Can't, he can't get along with anybody because he's a grump. Well, uh, before we get there, I think Aaron Rodgers bounced back this year. I do. Well, bounces back. They were thirteen and three last year. Are they going to bounce back to fourteen and two? He, as as far as a fantasy quarterback, he was not good last year. He didn't put up the Aaron Rodgers like number. No, he didn't. But then the, I think the Aaron Rodgers comes out to prove a point this Maybe. year. Well, I'm not and saying I think he's, he's going to tear done. it up. Yeah, I'm not saying he's done. I'm just saying he is getting older. He's mad at the team because they drafted a quarterback. He didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> even drafted- though. I drafted Rodgers in a league, and then I got his backup. <laughs> Just even though uh, he did the exact same thing was what got him into the league. So I don't, I'm not really sure why he doesn't quite grasp that, what happened there, but it's yeah. the way it is. Well, um, they've got uh, they've got the uh, Aaron Jones running the ball, who he's a good runner. Uh, they've got Lazard, and they've got oh, – the, I forget the number one there. I don't even know in Green Bay anymore. Because Mar- they've got Lazard's the two, Marquez Valdez Scantling. AJ Dillon. Marquez Valdez Scantling's the three, more than likely. Fullbacks. I cannot remember that. Oh, other their one. roster is Demera Crawford. Devontae Adams. That's it. Devontae Adams. 
could not I, remember his name. I didn't say I don't see him on the roster. He's their number one receiver. Oh, receiver. I thought you were talking running back. No, 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 no. That's Aaron Jones. Yeah, they don't have they don't have a lot of on uh, wide receiver. To be I don't think. A lot of young guys. Yeah, I mean, but I honestly think oh my god, it did not go to overtime. <laughs> well, they haven't even showed it on TV. Last second foul, Bucks lose. Miami Heat wins on a last oh, second foul. That could be the dagger in the hearts of oh. Miami Bucks. Because that's going to be a tough one to come back from. Oh, I got to see the end of this. I'm, I'm heading over to Twitter. Oh, my God. How did it happen? Well, they really Weird dramatic it. ending in Orlando. Miami goes up 2-0. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jimmy Butler at the line to sink him. Well, they missed it on TV, at least here. They showed, yeah, they, they did. To, they did. Went Apparently. to a commercial and... I wonder, did they, did something happen there? Did they maybe put some time back on the clock? I think they did. And that uh, somebody missed the, you know, they went to commercial and couldn't get back to the game? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Milwaukee has this huge comeback, and it ends up Miami wins on a last-second foul. Oh, my goodness. Apparently, I mean, I'm reading here. Uh, I mean, uh, that's our buddy, uh, Jacob Goldstein. Ah, my boy. Who has said a a terrible foul. So I don't know if that means a horrific call or horrific play. I'm seeing a lot of people saying bad foul call. I've seen some people just saying that, you know, I don't know. Well, let's see. Some people are blaming the refs. I mean, they're going to have to show it at some point here, so I'll just keep watching. They're going to have to put it on sooner or later. That's insane that it ends that way. I didn't even know. Well, you know, Nate, we have a habit of getting the great moments when we're on the air. (laughs) We really do. It tends to happen to us a lot, so. We should have saw this coming. We were like, eh, it's going to happen. I'm trying to look and see here if maybe the highlights are up. Miami wins the ball game on two made free throws by Butler. Where's Tweet of the decade. Butler's life matters. Oh. Apparently, Jimmy Butler hit two free throws with no time on the clock. All right. So was it? Uh, well, that must. I mean, it. It. Okay. With no time left on the clock, that had to have been one hell of a horrific foul if they called it. And if it that's wasn't, what I'm saying. Then that's a horrific call because you can't do that. that oh, just, there it is. Here we go. I see it. I. I, I just saw it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a foul. Okay, but is it a foul with a tied game in game seven of a playoff series or game two of a second round playoff? I wouldn't have blown the whistle, but if you're, score going for, if you're going for consistency, it's a foul. Okay, okay Nate, you just said consistency. I wouldn't blow. And, I you just said consistency in NBA rapping. Come on, dude. Really? Oh, uh, I don't <laughs> like I don't like that foul call. Where are I'm you? Really I haven't seen it yet. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you at there? Here, you? I'm tweet. I'll uh, I'll tweet it. I'm retweeting okay. it right now. I just okay. retweeted it. Okay, because I I don't know it, if so. I agree with that, man. I don't know. Like, if it, that's one of those things where I think oh, you got to swap. Oh no 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 no! I'm not on board. You can't with call this. that. You cannot no. call that. I'm not on board with that with that foul. Where where? I mean, okay, he touched him. Again. 
it's a foul in the second quarter. You should probably call it at the end of games, but most of the time, you're not going to call that. And, it, and, it, and, and maybe, uh, you, maybe you can call that when you're not in the bonus, maybe. Well, it was a shooting foul. Yeah, but they were in the bonus anyway, so like it wouldn't have mattered regardless. I don't know. That to me is just that's a little one soft. where you swallow the whistle. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's I'm, a little soft. Uh, I'm just oh man. Because I mean, granted, I'm not real big on the basketball t- fouls because they confuse me all the time. But in my book, okay, he takes the ball, he pushes him, and then fades back, and he he didn't t- he touched him long before he started to shoot. Like if that was a foul, it was long before. Mm. He tried, tried to make the shot, or at least from what I'm seeing. Mm. I don't like that. I'm not big on that call either, but... Uh, that's a hell of a way to lose a game. A playoff game on top. Now, that's going to... That is going to cause a stench. That's not going to go over well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. But, all right, anyway, well, let's... Well, uh, done now, so it don't matter. I mean, yeah. it's okay. over now. So. Okay, we'll bounce over here. Who do you take to win the NFC North? I'm going to take the Packers. Well, I almost have to take the Packers by default because, yeah. I mean. Who would you take in the South? I'm taking the Bucks. obviously. Are you taking the Bucks or the, the Saints? Hmm. We both took the Cowboys in the in the East. Yeah, the Cowboys will probably win the East barring the meltdown. Yeah. I'm going to take Tampa in the South. I kind of have to. Well, that, that'll be. How many times? I mean, Tampa. They play twice a year. Okay, so they play each other twice. That's going to go to whoever wins those games. They play each other week one. If Tampa can beat New Orleans, then they'll they'll win the South. I'll go that far. Okay. So North, we're both going Packers. Yeah, because I just don't see anything else coming out of that. Yeah, Chicago, nah. Detroit, Detroit, nah. They're too busy canceling practice. And the Uh, Vikings, Vikings, uh, they got rid of Diggs. They've got now. Mind you, mind you, they got the the COVID warrior now. So well, Dalvin Dalvin Cooks hold was holding out last I saw. So yeah, I I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I just don't trust Minnesota. All right, all right. Well, let's. I'll tell you what. We'll do the NFC West. We'll save the AFC for next week. And because uh, we got a couple more things to get to before we call the show, we've actually got too much stuff this week. Uh, so NFC West, you got the Cardinals, you got the Seahawks, you got the Rams, and you got Arizona, who is much improved, even though the record was only five and ten. Yes, they're much better than that record indicates. The Rams, I feel like the Rams have kind of given up. You still got the Seahawks. They're always competitive for somehow. And then, of course, you got the 49ers. As long as the Seahawks have got Russell Wilson, Seahawks are going to compete because he's just one of those guys. Yeah. He just seems to. The, the trouble with the Rams is I'm still not sold on Jared Goff. He's, he's a good game manager. Yeah, he's okay, but he, he, he doesn't often pull out those moments of greatness. Brandon Cooks is gone now. He's in Houston. So Still got Woods, still got Cup. Yeah. Defense isn't going to be what it was. Sorry, Nick Hoff. Love you, brother, but I, I'm picking San Fran. I think, I mean, good Lord, they were what last year? Plus, it was a ridiculous amount that they yeah, were plus I mean, one. Made it to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I mean, they got a good team. They do. I mean, they do, absolutely. They, just, they do. I mean, I hate to say that, Armando. Um, yeah, Armando, buddy. Celebrating. Well, Armando, doesn't he have to kind of 
sort of change his allegiance to the uh, Raiders? <laughs> In Vegas? No <laughs> way, brother. Arc snarred for life. Yeah, he goes to Vegas enough. He hasn't That's, lately, I don't nah, think. It's like, but... a, it's like a two and a half, three hour trip. I mean, hell, I'd go too. It's a good time out there. I think I Armando is, is just, uh, I believe if I remember correctly, it's uh, he's okay with pretty much everything, but you don't put lettuce and tomatoes in a taco. I, I agree 10,000% with him. And then that's just, I mean. I'm with him. I'm not about to argue with Armando about anything. Man, scares me. But I'm still with him on uh, the lettuce and tomato thing. All right. That's the NFC. That's our kind of half-assed predictions there. We'll do half-assed AFC predictions next week. Give you some give you some betting advice next week. Uh, you know, plenty to come. We'll, we'll do that for sure. More NBA next week to talk about. Now we're going to end the show here, the last few minutes here, with a little fun. First off, a Canadian moment with Tim and Frank. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. What's the Canadian moment? Now we're going to make the poutine. <laughs> God. Why didn't I see that coming? I got you. All, all right. Anyway. All right. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to go to Twitter. And we're going to have Bush League with no music. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to Twitter. Yeah, well, I'm not unfortunately. I'm just saying we don't have music because I can't find the file where well, I hold made it. Hold on. Bush League. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Did I get it done for you? Pretty good, actually. (laughs) Pretty good. All right. Tim, head on over to Twitter. (laughs) I think, what's the goddamn song? Because I couldn't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember the file that the song was. I just know. I'm having a hard time finding it. I just always think of Nelly and... uh... And what's her name from uh, Destiny's Child? That's that's always what I think of. Oh, goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. what? Let's head on. Oh, Let man. me know when you're there. I'm having a day. Nothing wants. Oh, I've forgotten how to use Twitter all of a sudden, apparently. Don't know how that happened. Well, I kind of do. But anyway, uh, here we go. Hold on. Uh, I mean, the site. Sometimes getting to wide, the wide man Twitter is tough because there's just so much traffic. Well, you can go to the Wide Men Twitter if you head on over to at Wide Jump. One, two. Uh, there's only two? Should be three. I don't see three. One. There's one one that's labeled over. Oh, oh, okay. They, they, they busted it up with a who to follow list there. All right. I'm good. All right. Here we go. It's Bush League. Number one, Bam Adebayo going in for the Duncans. Bloosh, miss. Look at that offense. Maybe pushes off a little bit. Get Giannis on the floor. Goes up and out. Oh, bam. Okay, this is... Uh... Oh! Oh! Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Tim's with us. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm looking at going, what the hell? Where's Bam? I don't even see him. What the hell? Okay, no, I'm here now. Found him. All right. Ah, oh, just a tad bit of pushing off there. Just a tad bit. You see the dunk, though. He got karma got him because he just did not find the bottom of the net. You know, it always is a mystery to me how. Oh, yeah. I mean, how how is that not a foul? 
It should be a foul, but man, oh man, I'm surprised he, he missed the dunk. Yeah, no, that's a... Because he came in with authority, but he just missed it. I wonder what goes through their minds when, okay, here he goes. Okay, I shoved him out of the way. I'm a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a man. I, <laughs> I got I got a hand. Oh, I just tried to dunk this, and I missed. I think I'll hang from the rim for a second and feel the great amounts of shame. Well, he tried to rebound it from the rim, but if he didn't hang on to the rim, he was going to fall and break his neck. It just always makes me giggle when they miss and then they hang there like, okay, testosterone still in control. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> well, yeah, bam. That's, yeah. yeah, bam, you know what it is. That's yeah. Bush League. That is very much Bush League. All right. It's, our next nominee, this one goes back to July, but this is one I had to throw in here. And <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies attempt an alley-oop against the Portland Trailblazers, but, oh, my goodness, it did not end well. Well, first Let's of all, here. Well, yeah, I mean, that starts out with a white guy, so there's a first mistake right there. <laughs> that's a, that's a Bill Burr. Bill Burr. <laughs> no, not the white guy. Pass it, pass it. <laughs> it was a good move, though, behind the back there, but the uh, backboard ended up being the target of the, uh, the alley-oop lob there. I'm kind of thinking he's going to go with the excuse that uh, the lights were in his eyes there. and uh, I thought he might go with that whole, uh, you know, they put a little extra butter on the popcorn. Yeah, could be, could be greasy hands in the bubble. Uh, nice, maybe nice behind the back move though. Maybe, maybe the uh, movie was uh, that night was Invisible Man. Maybe starring John Cena because he saw something there that the rest Ooh, of us he. did not. Well, I guess. Well, actually, okay. No, hold up a minute now. Hold up. <laughs> when he okay, watch watch more closely though. He goes in, he looks up, and he, whoever whoever that is in the corner didn't go up for the dunk. Because he saw a hobbit. <laughs> he, he saw in, a hobbit. Damn it, I'm in the shire. How yeah, he, he drove. The guy ran in like he was going to go for yeah, the Yeah, so he, he went for the alley-oop there, and the guy didn't jump. So it's a bit on the... So that on guy it. can't jump. Yeah, and we're not even going to say any more about that because we don't want to get nope. censored. But, nope, nope, nope. Uh, but but yeah, what? I mean, initially I was going to blame the ball guy or the whole thing, but it's only partially on him. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what it was, though, Tim? You say it this time, Tim. You know what it is? Bogus League. Oh, boo. It's Bush League. Boo. Everything is Bogus League. We're living in a Bogus world. And I'm a Bogus girl. All right, let's go to the next and final clip. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oscar-nominated Marcus Smart for this flop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. He actually got... He actually got fined for that. Can you believe that? <laughs> Apparently, Pascal Siakam has the strongest lower back muscles in the universe. <laughs> he does. He was fined he just, five grand for that. Because he just flexed those babies and sent Marcus Smart flying. Yes. Oh, also, Dennis Schroeder and P.J. Tucker, we talked about them earlier, they were both fined 25 grand for all that. But uh, And they both laughed and said we spent more money on that at, uh, on wings. Magic City. But, yeah, Marcus Smart with that flop. Five grand, he gets that out of his... Speaking uh, of which, do NBA fines, are, does the, do the players have to pay them? Or can the, team pay, or can the team pay them? I'm not 100% on that. Uh, in the NHL, the players have to play them, but the coaches don't. And one of the, coach, one of the coaches got fined during the first round of the playoffs. And the team paid his uh, fine for him. And had a little fun with the NHL and made it some ridiculous number. 
Like it was supposed to be like $25,000 when they made it to, you know, $25,433 and 67 cents <laughs> or something, you know, something bizarre like that. And the guy said, well, why did you do that? And he said, well, first kind of to let him know that it was a dumbass call. And he said, secondly, I'm pretty sure that they can't cash it because there's some kind of agreement in the, in the, uh, whatever the agreement is on fines that it has to be the exact amount. So now the NHL is going to have to do the paperwork and send back a thing saying, I'm sorry, but you you overpaid your fine. We can't accept the overpayment. Could you issue, a, issue us another check? So he, he was debating the owner of, I believe it was the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. He was debating on whether he may, maybe he won't do it a second time just to let them know how offended he was. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, Tim, that's our three nominees this week. And, oh, uh, I forgot entirely about Bogus League because we're living in a Bogus world. That uh, we are. So, Bush League there. Because I had in my head, oh, Whitney. <laughs> well, who's it going to be? I got to go with Pascal Siakam's uh, incredible lower back muscles. Well, I think I'll have to agree with you there. That's a good Lord call. Knows he's got to win something because he probably is going to be out of the playoffs here shortly. So. Yeah, he's probably right. But congratulations to Marcus Smart on a great flop. And uh, you've won a free trip to Magic City. And a coupon for 10% off of uh, wings of your choice. Absolutely. All right. Well, we got one more piece of business to get to before we call it a night. It's one of our favorite. You shouldn't really say peace when we're talking about Magic City, dude. No, maybe we shouldn't. Um, But I'll tell you what, before we go, before we go to Magic City, and before we go to our last thing here tonight, let's go ahead and uh, we got one more bill to pay. And that's from our good friends over at Stay Classy Meats. Wonderful, wonderful stuff from them, Stay Classy Meats. Check them out, stayclassymeats.com. Let's hear some more about them. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. Thanks again to our great sponsors at Stay Classy Meats. Check them out, stayclassymeats.com. Don't forget to use that promo code WIDEMAN. All right, Tim, it's time for uh, a segment that I, I actually think it has become kind of fun here on the show, our Unsolved Mysteries segments. Ooh. Let's cue the intro, shall we? In 2002, the Western Conference Finals were up and running as two of the best NBA teams met 
to decide who would go to the big dance in the NBA Finals, the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. Involved, referee Tim Donahue, who later would admit that his gambling and his betting on the sides could influence what he did during games, as well as other officials. This led people to come back and say, was the 2002 Western Conference Finals fixed? Allegedly, Game 6 was rigged by two referees to try to get the series to a Game 7, but we don't really know if that's true. Tonight, we investigate on White Men Can't Jump's Unsolved Mysteries of the 2002 Western Conference Finals. So, this week we had a lot to choose from. I was looking at some stuff. This is one that jumped out at me because it's a big NBA kind of kerfluffle. If I can use that word, yes, kerfluffle. Um, 2002, Western Conference Finals. If you're an NBA fan from way back, you, you got to remember it. The Sacramento Kings were against the Lakers. Every game was close, and the Kings led the series 3-2 to two after 5. Then they played game 6. Kings had tough calls against them, and the Lakers won the game and won the series. The controversy here lies with Tim Donahue in 2008. Well, for a second, I thought you were going to say me. No, I not got, you. I got excited because I didn't know what I'd done. <laughs> Apparently, Donahue said game six was rigged by two of the officials acting in the interests of the league to get the series to a game seven. It's one thing if some drunk fan is yelling that at a screen, but then the refs are cheating his squad, but it's another when a former ref who's already hit rock bottom puts that kind of info out. Is this something David Stern and the NBA did before to continue what they do? I mean, is this something that we can look into validity? According to this, now this is an article here from complex.com. The calls during the game are too laughably bad for us to believe refs didn't have some sort of vested interest in this. Donahue didn't have much to gain by releasing the claim, so we honestly believe him. If we were betting on it, pun intended, we'd also say this is not the first or the last time the refs have worked in the best interest of the league to sway a game one way or the other. We all know about the superstar calls, but this was on a whole new level. Maybe the league felt they needed the Lakers because of a weak Eastern Conference and a Sacramento Jersey final wouldn't have broken the box office, but either way, we can watch highlights of Sacktown and their glory and wonder what if. So, Tim, hearing this, and I remember that series. That was an amazing series. And I'll be honest with you, game six, there were a lot of calls. But, man, Sacramento, there was so much bad luck for that Sacramento team in that series. And for those that don't remember that Sacramento team, you had Mike Bibby, Doug Christie, um, Peja Stojakovic. Chris Weber, Vladi Divac, Brad Miller, so many good players on that team. And they gave the Lakers that year just absolute fits. Doug Christie and Kobe Bryant. I don't know if you can find two guys that maybe hated each other more than those two. The series was incredible to watch. I remember game, it was game four, was in L.A. I'll never forget this. I was watching this live when it happened. The, uh... The Kings were up. Lakers were going in to try to to take the lead or tie the game. Kobe drives. Kobe misses a shot. Shaq rebounds. 
He's not able to get it to go. Divock takes the ball and just smacks it, smacks it away from Shaq. And LA's down at this point. Basically, Divock was just trying to get the ball away and let the time expire. Robert Ory, big shot Bob, standing at the three-point line. Ball comes right to him, hoists it from three, buzzer sounds while the ball's at its peak in the air, sinks the three. LA wins to tie the series at 2-2. If Sacramento wins that game, they win that series. And then game six rolls around, and the Kings, you know, obviously they probably <clears throat> should have won that series. But do I think there might have been some chicanery involved? I've used that word a lot tonight. Chicanery. Chicanery. Do I think there was maybe a little something there? Tim, I'm not going to lie. I think this is a mystery where uh, maybe the conspiracy is actually right. What do you think? Oh, boy, those uh, game seven for sure, man. Them fouls really jump out at you. Yeah. 18 to 25 for the Kings and 34 of 40 for the Lakers. And that sort of goes all right. Uh, In a close game, I mean, because the score was only what? 106-102. So four points we're talking about. And yet you've been to the line almost twice as much as the other team. I don't know, man. And, and for and the rare, like what happened to Shaq that night? He was thirteen of seventeen from the line. Yeah. When did, when did that ever happen any other night? Yeah, I mean it's just part of it, I guess. I mean, you gotta wonder. I mean, okay, we we all know that superstars get calls. I'm not gonna argue that point, and some of it, I won't say is deserved. But that's kind of been the history of, you know, some guys are going to get calls and some guys don't, and that's just the way it is. But it seems to me that, like I said, again, looking at the stats of these games, they seem a little lopsided. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Game seven, let's see. What's the scoop in game seven? Lakers 27 of 33 from the line. did i'm oh, sorry you, you kind of cut out on me there I apologize. Oh, oh so okay so did you so it's all good only one uh, just tonight, was, so we'll take that <laughs> yeah i was just saying and we'll cut that i was just saying that uh, the free throw is kind of i mean the games that the lakers won it's clearly from on the line because they got you know 20 30 points from the freaking line every night yeah and the Eastern Conference that year was so weak, and the Nets were the team that made it. I mean, not that I'm – that Nets team was fine, don't get me wrong, but it was clear whoever won that Western Conference final was winning the championship. Didn't matter who I mean, was. And it's not hard to believe that the, the league had a vested interest in making the Lakers. Oh, yeah, the Lakers. You know, Kobe either. was the next big star. Shaq was a huge star. I mean, at Sacramento and – you look at the New Jersey, Sacramento, both were small markets. Not what the league wants. They want that big L.A. market in there if they can get it. So Yeah, I mean, the league every year would love to have the Lakers play the Knicks or the Celtics. Oh, yeah, year. they would love that. That's what they want to see if they can swing it. So Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, so I think uh, I think that's a, one of the first that we've seen here unsolved as we could kind of put our our finger. Well, like yeah, you know, like you said, the, the guy who's doing the pointing the finger, granted, doesn't have the greatest amount of credibility. Yeah, but why would he lie about that? But he has. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna gain him nothing except to continue to show that refs are dirty to some degree, or that some of them were anyway. Not all of them, obviously, but some of them. Um, I, yeah, I, I won't say yay or nay, but I, yeah, I mean, I won't say yay or nay. I can't dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that either. I mean, now if you saw, if you told me that, you know, you saw Ed Boggs at a vegetarian buffet, I mean, okay, sure. That we can dismiss, but. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of dismiss, it's almost time to dismiss this program. For tonight, and uh, we want to thank our sponsors over at uh, Stay Classy Meats, New Law Office, New Taylor and Associates, I should say, uh, over at Strip Cam Fun and Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Uh, lots of good stuff coming from them. Uh, check them out; they support us, so you should support them. Should support them, and it helps out big time. Uh, fun series coming along here in the East and the West. We'll see. We're finally going to get some West semifinals going tomorrow. Um, and we got plenty to talk about next week. We'll talk yeah. more football. We'll talk more um, more NBA playoffs. We didn't even get to hockey tonight. And I'm sure there's plenty to talk about in hockey coming some up. Some strange too. stuff going on. We can, oh, Harden drains a three. We're, we're 450 left in the second quarter. Oklahoma 50, Houston 47. Oh, I so hope Oklahoma City wins. So tight, tight games. So oh, also. Uh, congratulations, Brandon Ingram, for winning Most Improved Player of the Year. I think that was a well-deserved award for him. Oh, also, and, uh, didn't uh, didn't the United Nations give uh, uh, TR an award for uh, keeping up foreign relations with Mordor? <laughs> the, the International Orc Alliance has honored a TR. I think Tom's going to make an appearance in Warcraft. He might. thought he already did he's the star of that movie i believe yes i think he played gimli in one of those movies uh anyway well that's lord of the rings that ain't warcraft oh i the fuck if i know (laughs) i mean come on all right well i'll tell you what we're gonna send it out on that one thanks everybody for tuning in hope you enjoyed the episode we got plenty more coming up next (laughs) week and we'll see you back here yet again uh tim any final thoughts before we head on out no whoops sorry wrong segment thanks again everybody what am i supposed to say now whatever you want got a tagline um sure i don't have a tagline Uh, if you're gonna you got a tagline hold the tag rope yeah hold on let's yeah because no backslapping um uh, let's uh pull the curtain back a tiny little bit without pulling it back all the way uh of course, my, our buddy Tex, I'm going to miss him. Uh, but shout-outs again to, to the, the hardcores. Uh, of course, Ed, who, I mean, we live for the Boggs Report. There's no way around it. It's oh, one, yes, of, one, of the greatest, one of the greatest moments of my uh, Thursdays, usually. Um, the Hoffs, thumbs up to the Hoffs. They, uh, anyone who's in the know knows why. won't say uh, that on the air. Yeah, it's none of our business on the air. So. Correct, but but we, the, everyone who anyone who knows... <laughs> 
Our buddy Armando, keeping it real out on the West Coast. Our guy Scott Roberts, who's living the dream out in Arizona. Yeah, who kind of has disappeared off of social media, but we know he's still out there. So He's on uh, Instagram. I see, I see him. He likes the show every week. Thank you, Scott. And, uh, whoever that guy is in uh, San Jose, thumbs up. Yeah, good guy. The San thumbs Jose up Shark. Oh, we should you should probably mention that that uh, our uh, switch there because we don't think we really got into that on the air. Uh, you know, we're just going over to Anchor and it's allowing us to do, I think, better sounding shows at a cheaper rate. So and if you if you are we're a blog talk guy and you're going there and not seeing anything, well, that's I guess why. You're in, I guess you're not hearing this then probably, but. Yeah, I mean, it was it was time to go from Blog yeah, Talk Radio. Yeah, we were was, having a lot of issues. You know, we're pretty uh, happy right now with Anchor, though. We're I mean, happy none so of us, neither of us, well, Nate has no hair, and I have very little. I can't really afford to get too much more stressed out, or it's all gone. For you know, real. Kind of like Homer Simpson at this point. But anyways, yeah, shout-outs to the, to, the, to the people, anyone who was listening. I see we got Brazil and the Philippines back already. All right. Uh, oh, so, yeah, people are finding us uh, pretty quick. So shout out to them. Shout out to my Canadian friends. You know who you are if you were listening. And if Thank you, you, Canadians. If you weren't, screw you. Um, shout out to our girl, Danae. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if Danae listens, but she does. Probably uh, not, but she did a great logo for us, and it's actually does, our new yeah. logo on iTunes. Oh, well, see, I'll tell her now that she got mentioned, and I'll timestamp it, so we'll get a listen out of her. But, uh, yeah, so any anyone who listens, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Tell her to listen and tell her if she hears this, the very lovely and talented Danae. Oh, well. Very lovely. I'm sure she'll like that. Hey, she's got a little American swoon down here. Either that or you'll get a, you'll be receiving a letter from the consulate. (laughs) Cease and desist letter. (laughs) Dear Mr. Bush, you are no longer allowed to travel to Canada ever. I've never been there in the first place. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> won't be, you won't be either, sir. So anyway. I plan on coming up whenever, if something happens to Tim, just so I can take his wife. All right, now, anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is this where I say please? <laughs> I just want Matt to call me dad. All right, anyway. He'd probably do that anyway if you asked him. He probably would if I asked him. All right. Nice boy. Anyhow, she, it's time to head out. Thanks again, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hold on. One more thing. Can you do the uh, you be Ed Boggess? Oh, God. No, you be Mick Foley, and I'll be Ed Boggess. How am I Mick Foley? Because I want you to do the this, stick. This the Rock is now Ed Boggess. <laughs> no? <sighs> What's your name? It doesn't Bog- matter! Jesus. All right, we're out. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets, where you can check them out at stayclassymeets.com and use promo code WIDEMEN 
to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Follow us on Twitter at WideJump and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.